Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Jive to SharePoint slash Office 365 webinar. I appreciate you taking your time out of your busy day to come join us and talk about this subject. What we wanted to talk about today was sort of 10 things that um, folks should know about migrating from Jive to SharePoint Online. And, and in general, I'll just say SharePoint Online and meaning a part of Office 365. Um, I have two of my experts. I'll call you guys experts. Is that okay? Yeah. No, Chris, an expert. I have, oh, I have one expert here. <laughs> I have uh, Chris Edwards, who's a senior software engineer for 3Will, and he is the uh, chief architect of the initial version of the tool and has uh, sort of was the grandfather of the <laughs> migration tool uh, and uh, has, has helped it grow through the years. Um, and uh, we also have Kirk Lamone here with us. Kirk is a principal software engineer, and Kirk is um, the practice lead for our migration practice. So Kirk has been very involved in uh, various types of migrations, and more recently has been doing some job migrations himself, right? That's right. Awesome. So what I felt like uh, getting us kicked off with, and maybe let me do a couple logistical things before we do this. If you've got any questions, you can uh, ask some questions in the uh, GoToWebinar interface, and I'll look over there and check for them every once in a while. If we've got some time in the end, which we probably will, I'm assuming this, this won't go for the full hour, um, I'll check those questions and ask you guys on the fly. Um, if, I'll make we'll sure they're not too tough questions. <laughs> you guys would both look at me like, you, you didn't pay me enough to do that. <laughs> bring, bring it on. Bring it on. All right. Well, bring. we'll see. If you have any questions, ask them. Um, love, to, love to have some interaction with you guys as, uh, as you're watching the webinar. Um, so first off, I thought the, you always, what was the, there's a book like, that's called Begin With Why. Uh, why don't I start with a why question? Um, why are companies doing this? Why are they moving from, from Jive to Office 365 slash SharePoint Online? Kirk? Sure, I'll start and if Chris wants to add stuff, he can. Um, I think the main one is to save on costs. So uh, Jive is not cheap. Not that SharePoint Online is super cheap, but Jive is not cheap. It has uh, uh, recurring costs every year. And um, a lot of times, uh, companies want to go to SharePoint. They might already have SharePoint in-house, uh -huh. or they might already have SharePoint Online. Right. Um, and of course, SharePoint Online, a lot of people think, is relatively cheap. And uh, so I think when you look at that cost standpoint, you see, oh, well, can we do a lot of what Jive does in SharePoint? You can, you can do quite a uh, bit of it. Mm -hmm. So they, they think, well, maybe we should could save on cost by having everything in SharePoint. And another aspect of that is if they're going to SharePoint Online, they see a lot of what ha it has to offer. There's kind of new features coming out all the time yep. with Teams and um, you know, Delve and just different types of things that are coming out, groups, uh, those, those things. So they, if they want to take advantage of that, they think, well, so if we just start having that as kind of our main place to collaborate and not have a separate Jive environment, then we can hopefully take advantage of more of those features that are out there in SharePoint Online. And there's even, I mean, there's a lot of redundant features I know with Yammer, too, with people mm -hmm. seeing what, what Jive does with the whole activity feeds. I think probably a lot of people are saying, well, do we want to do we want to use Yammer as sort of our way of interacting with each other socially? Yes. Yeah. So, um, 
so it's probably they also see a lot of, you know, it seems like a lot of the features that are coming down the pipe from Office 365 seem to, seems to be getting faster, not slower. Right. I know for us it, it's, uh, it's one of those things. And this, this initially, um, when you were looking at Jive versus SharePoint, it was, a, you know, Jive was coming up with quarterly updates, so they were pushing software out quicker, and SharePoint had the three-year cycles, That's and right. it was like you'd wait every three years to get your new right. set of features. But I think in a lot of ways, it's reversed a little bit. You're getting pushed out more features from SharePoint. Um, you know, there's, there's, so you're not having to wait the three years. You're constantly getting updates. So as far as innovation goes, um, there's a lot of things that, that uh, Microsoft is really pushing uh, with regards to SharePoint Online. Yammer not so. I mean, Yammer seems to be pretty. Yeah, no, Yammer's not changing. Pretty. Right, yeah, it's it's uh, you know pretty stable. I mean, I talk about that a lot. Do you think that the Yammer team probably had more to do with changing how they deliver software than the actual Yammer software itself? Right. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, you really see you're seeing a lot of people saying, "Well, I want to." to take advantage of the latest software, or whatever the latest software tw trends are, twins off, <laughs> I turned into Elmer Fudd there, uh, the latest trends are in software, and we're seeing a lot of those come from Office 365. Yep. So there's also, um, if folks, if you search uh, on our site or search our Google um, business case, Jive, Three Will, uh, you'll, you'll see a, um, a uh, blog post that I put out, which was sort of uh, the business case behind why people, why I see people doing this, and th that updates, that gets updated all the time um, as far as what what story is around that. So, Num numero two, right. um, let's go with, you know, you sh th with these projects, we like starting things with a workshop. Um, describe to me what what goes on during uh, one of these workshops. Yeah, and once again, Chris, if you want to chime in, feel sure, free of it up, but I'll start it out. So this is Kurt. So the first thing I think we want to do is understand what the vision of the client is. What what do they want to get out of this? Where are they? Why they want to move? Um, what is it they want to move? And then um, after you kind of understand that overall vision, then you want to dig in deeper. So you want to understand their current environment. So what do they have currently in Jive? What what version of Jive are they using? Is it the one that's uh, that's up in the cloud. There's other there's hosted versions of Jive. There's on-prem versions of Jive. Um, and ideally, before we even do the workshop, and this this has happened many times, but sometimes it ha doesn't happen before the workshop. We can do an inventory of what they have in Jive before the workshop. That's the ideal scenario. And if we do that, we can review what we know about their inventory. Okay. So our inventory will give them um, counts of uh, different types of content, uh, accounts of places, and we can kind of slice and dice that different ways, and uh, that's very, very useful. Absolutely. So if we see, for example, they're, they're heavy users of Jive Collaborative Documents, then we can kind of tailor the migration or at least tailor our discussion in the workshop on here's what happens with a Jive Collaborative Document when you migrate it. Hmm. Um, so uh, we, and we want to understand what customizations they have. Do they use um, heavy branding in Jive? Is that what they kind of want in SharePoint? Do they use uh, Jive plugins or widgets or tiles? Those are, those are important points to discover. And with all this stuff, you need to understand user identities and how that's going to transfer from Jive to SharePoint. Mm -hmm. Typically, you have the same email address. Um, as your login, if you're going to SharePoint Online especially, you'll have to use an email address, but 
jive can or doesn't have to. And so you want to understand if that's going to match and, and how that's going to work. So you also understand their current state in SharePoint. Are they going to a greenfield SharePoint? Are they going to SharePoint on-prem, online? What version of SharePoint? Um, what are they, do they have a lot of site collections already? And um, what are they, how they do search in SharePoint if they use it already? And of course, user identities there as well. Uh, I'm going to continue talking. I got more things to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in this in this workshop, you want to show them a demo, um, at least screenshots of what the tool can do. So we've got a set of tools we'll talk about, I'm sure. And, and these, um, it, we want to show them what give, start start setting expectations early of what the tool can and cannot do. And you know, what are the supported uh, types of content from Jive that we can migrate, and what are the un, uh, the types that aren't supported? And um, does that meet their needs? Um, and finally, with the workshop, we want to we want to come out of that getting a, a good understanding of scope. You know, what what is it they want to migrate? They they aren't going to have all the answers right away. Mm -hmm. But uh, what do they want to migrate? What types of content they want to migrate? How quickly do they want to migrate? And do they have anything that they want migrated that our utility doesn't cover, or um, certain aspects of it that it doesn't cover? So that will help us kind of come up with a timeline and budget for the whole project. Nice. That's usually, I know, um, one of the thing, first things I ask folks to fill out, if possible, is a pre-migration pre um, uh, form that's up on our website. And one of the things that drives a lot of these projects is the timeline. Because typically, you have a hard date that's out there that you're trying to get people m migrated over by for that date. And, uh, we like to be, you know, eight to ten months out before that date, but more realistically, you guys have seen, it's been, you know, we've got a date set three to four or even sometimes less than that. Um, and so you're almost trying to decide, you're really trying to deal with, um, normally our projects aren't this way, but you have a heart, basically you have to do something by a certain date. You have to make sure that key things are done by that certain date, and it probably modifies a little bit as far as how we go after these projects. But uh, just interesting to see that that's typically for us the timeline is driving a lot of this. Now, from from our workshops that we've done with the Jive stuff, have you noticed any? Um, have people been using a lot of plugins? Have been? I know when we way back way back when we created like an app for Jive. It was like a SharePoint list app for Jive. <coughs> Are people, you know, do they have a lot of customizations and are they wanting to move those customizations over or is it pretty much we just want the, the core content and, and that's all we're interested in moving? From what we've seen, there's been very little customizations to Jive that we've had to be concerned about. Okay. But for the most part, it's the pure content, the documents, the discussions, yep. the, the heavy content that people don't want to lose. Yep. Um, that's really what we're trying to retain. But I'll add that our building one we're working on now, um, they they care about these home pages yeah. and these overview pages and, and tiles and um, widgets that Jive has that can be on these pages and these are very custom things that um, so that's uh, that's that's uh, significant customization so mm -hmm. to be concerned with. So and that's something we're thinking. Of. I mean, we're, we're, we've thought about some of that stuff and how we deal with it, but mm -hmm. it's. Everyone's gonna. Every customer is going to look at that a little bit differently. So, and we found that to be the case. One of the things I don't see. You probably also talk about like I know with some of the migrations, we're not only just moving them over to SharePoint, but we're also they're 
using something like you know Brightstars Unily or some other sort of UI that's on top of SharePoint as well is probably you're starting to set some of those expectations oh, as well during the workshop. We need to, yes, that's a very good point. So we need to understand if there's other parties involved. Yeah. Right. Do you care about um, some other third party you mentioned, um, Unily? Do you care about Yammer? Uh, do you have a different media server or something for your uh, for your videos? We've definitely seen that more than once. So those are things to, that, that need, need to come up during the workshop so we understand, right. you know, what the real requirements are. Right. So we come out of that with a, a scope, timeline, budget decision to be made uh, about going after this project. And then you know, the phases are sort of the workshop, and then we have a pilot phase, and then a production phase, and then a sustainment type of phase that we go into. Good stuff. Um, next question about uh, our own utility. I was calling it a tool earlier. I can't call it a product because it's not a product. Tell me about this utility so, uh, that we use for for migrating customers. So actually, we've got a we've got a set of utilities that we like to use. Um, first one, I think, is actually available for download on, on the website, mm -hmm. uh, the migrator utility. So that's kind of the that's kind of the initial one we like to uh, to get folks. Um, essentially, it's a Windows-based utility. Someone can put in their job URL. Uh, put in their username and password, uh, and essentially hit the run button, and it goes off. And it basically uses the same pu public REST-based API that Jive, um, the Jive puts out there that, that our other utilities use. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives us a sense, you know, are, is there any issues with, with running commands, or running the API with uh, with, your, with, a, with a specific username? Is there any issues with running that? We find issues quickly. But it also gives us a list, an account of how many places, how many basically how many um, repositories or places that a particular customer has in their mm -hmm. job environment. So it gives us an overall size. How, what are the counts uh, of different types of the of uh, groups and spaces and projects, blogs? Those are the main containers or, or places, if you will, in Jive. So and that's the trial version of Migrator, which is downloadable off of our website. That's correct. right. Right. So that's that's kind of the initial utility most most folks will see just to kind of get that initial sizing. Um, the main utility that we have is, is a, it's called J2SP for Jive to SharePoint. Uh, it's a console-based utility. It's originally written um, to, to keep things simple, very console-based. doesn't need a UI because it's designed to focus in on purely getting content out of Jive and getting content into SharePoint. So okay. what it, it actually does quite a few, quite a bit of the work uh, of, our, of our process. Um, one of the things it does, I mentioned the public API from Jive. It does leverage uh, Jive's REST-based API, so use the public API, which is important. Um, one of the first things we go after, and, and we kind of mentioned the workshop earlier, one of the key things that it goes after is it produces an inventory of, it, of detail from, from Jive. Uh, things like the list of all the people that are in Jive, all the places. So again, places are the groups, spaces, projects, blogs. Mm -hmm. uh, and then within the places, it actually does what's called a shallow pull of content uh, for those places. And I'll, I'll use the term shallow and deep. I'll kind of explain that here in just a minute. But the whole idea is that we want to be able to get that content in a form that can be presented in the workshop or presented to the customer uh, and actually really detail out when content was last touched per place, uh, how much content is really out there. You know, it really kind of helps us understand how to plan for the migration effort itself. Nice. Right. So shallow is basically saying, I want to go after the content 
what by shallow means it just pulls at the API level, it just basically pulls some of the basic information about what the place has. It doesn't go down deep and do multiple calls. Okay. It doesn't like if you if you've got a a person, it may find that person, but it may not find what the roles that person is part of. It doesn't make the extra calls to do that. It keeps it, it's designed to do a quick hit against Jive to find that information so we can. And, and the output of this is an Excel spreadsheet for the, the shallow? Or? The output, um, yeah, so that's part of it. Um, mm -hmm. The primary output is to build our, our database. So okay. One of the things we do, um, and you kind of mentioned earlier about this whole, you know, timeline aspect. You know, a lot of customers come to us, they're at the last minute trying to, 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 to migrate off a of job, right? So what we try to do is we pull this content, this inventory content into the job, into a SQL Server database okay. and into the file system. Uh, and we do that so that we can quickly get the content out of Jive. Let's say someone's being turned off in the next week of Jive. We can get that content in our database in the file system and then we've got what we need to do the migration. So we kind of. And that's doing a deep that, or shallow? Well, that is more of the deep side, but the shallow pull is going to gonna get the, the inventory piece. Uh -huh. The deep pull that you're talking about, that, that's when we actually go after and get all the physical binaries. Okay. That's where we get all the, the subcalls. Like as I mentioned earlier, we go get a person, we get their roles, we get you know uh, all the different aspects of it. Um, but I mentioned this because more from an architectural perspective is that we are able to use this utility to go after, produce this database, produce the file system. Um, we can go after that stuff first, get everything off a of Jive, and if for some reason they're shut off in the next day or two, we've got everything we need to do the migration. So right. that it kind of ties into oh, someone's they need to get this done quickly. We have the ability to to kind of align ourselves. So a pull usually takes a couple of hours a it day. Just, it really depends on how many places. It can take days. Yeah, it can you know, take days. It can okay. take days depending on how many places we're talking about, how much content we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but we've got ways of, of kind of going after that. Uh, Utility does try to do things in parallel, does try to do things as efficiently as possible to, to pull that information off the job. Um, so that's one aspect of what the utility does, this J2SP utility. Um, another aspect is it, it, what it is also designed to do is it'll, um, you know, it'll take that inventory, and let's assume the customer's gone through and done what's called a mapping exercise. You mentioned the spreadsheet earlier. Yeah. We do produce a spreadsheet for that inventory that kind of says, here's all the stuff, all the places that are out there. Here's the customer needs to see this inventory. They, the customer typically goes through and says, I want these particular places. I want them to be mapped to this place at SharePoint. Right? That, there's an exercise we work with the customer on to do that, so that, that mapping exercise. Right? Then the utility takes that mapping and says, okay, I need to validate, do these SharePoint sites, these target SharePoint sites we're putting the push content to, do they exist? Okay. The utility verifies that where we are intending to push content, does the site exist, and do I need to push permissions or adjust permissions on these sites? It can do all that work. Nice. Um, and then two other main pieces uh, of activity that this thing does, it, we do what's called a transform phase. So we take the content as it was pulled from Jive, and we do what's called a transform. What, what that basically means is saying it's preparing the content to be pushed to the SharePoint. So, you, you may find in, in, in this content, you'll find a lot of links to from Jive content to other Jive content, or links to Jive profile information, or just things that reference Jive in general. We take and convert that to SharePoint version, SharePoint speak. You know, so the a, a Jive person profile may a URL may go to now to put a Yammer profile, or it may go to a specific SharePoint URL that we care about that represents that person. Um, 
as well as all the, the documentation and all the links get kind of converted into something that SharePoint can understand. Nice. <clears throat> and then I, I love how each time you said transform, you were doing it like a robot. Yeah, you like that? I guess, man, <laughs> you guys can't, you can't see, see that see on the phone, but, he, but I'm, I'm moving. He was I'm doing, moving as I'm talking He was here. doing a bit of um, transforming yeah. with his hands yeah. in the air. Transformer. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Number four. Yeah. Yeah, and so the, the last main thing that utility does, and yeah, I know this is a lot of information, but the uh, last main thing is it's taking this prepared content and it actually will push it to SharePoint. Uh, okay. And so that actually, that, that's when the actual content makes its way. So a couple other variations on this. We are able to do what's called deltas. So let's say we, we push this content to SharePoint and folks are still using the same place where that content in Jive. Then uh, we, we may want to stage this stuff in SharePoint. Well, we can do what's called a true up or a delta, which basically says, okay, right before we're ready to switch over to using SharePoint, give me the whatever deltas, whatever changes have taken place in Jive. Let's get them into SharePoint. Nice. Yeah, so we, we can kind of hit it multiple times to make sure it's in sync. Uh, and then someone can turn off Jive. Brilliant. So that's there. Um, and there's a few other miscellaneous actions that probably more detailed than anyone really cares about for this particular call. Um, some other utilities that we do. Um, we have a couple, actually three PowerShell utilities that we use. Um, one is called New Sites, and it's really a helper PowerShell that kind of helps customers um, basically provision their SharePoint site collections things that we're going to be targeting for the deployment from Jive to SharePoint. Um, folks don't necessarily have to use this. It's just something we provide, uh, and we provide the scripts to, to basically provision those site collections. Uh, and then we've got another set of utilities that kind of work hand in hand. One is called Validate Hyperlinks. It's also a PowerShell, and Replace Hyperlinks. So Validate Hyperlinks, what it does is it goes after, after we've migrated, post-migration, pushed up to SharePoint, we run this Validate Hyperlink to say, okay, all the links that are present in the content, we look at all the images, all the links, do all these, do they all, do they all jive? Do they all work? <laughs> Overloaded term there. Um, do they all work and do they not rely on jive anymore? Do they work without jive in the mix? Uh, if they don't, we find the report of those that are not, that are failing, and we use the replace hyperlinks utility uh, to make fixes. Uh, and so that's kind of our remediation efforts. So that's, that's our main remediation. And then we go through, uh, there's, there's another set of, of processes, more processes and queries that we use to validate counts to make sure things that were in Java are now in SharePoint. We, we make sure that the counts match, all things match up properly. So yeah. uh, that's the gist of it. I just, just to mention there that the huge thing that this tool does is dealing with links that you have inside of Jive. So if you if you're writing a Jive collaborative document, it's very, very normal for people to create a link in there that points to some other Jive content. Yeah. Right? That's not that, it's, you know, it, it could be pointing to another Jive collaborative document, like a Jive blog post or something, right. and something within Jive. The moment it does that, our utility, that's part of the transformation process Chris was talking about, it transforms those URLs to be the URL it's going to be or already is in SharePoint. Right. It could be inside of a totally separate Jive place, nice. going to a different maybe SharePoint site collection or site, and but that's what these links are all, they're all fixed for. Right. Yeah. That well tries to clean, clean all that up. Impressive. <laughs> well done. I know this has grown through the years. It's sort of the tool, you know, starting off with a, sorry, a long time ago and it's sort of growing, but it's, it's amazing how far along it's gone. So good work there. Um, so for you, Kirk, what type of contents? We've been sort of talking a little around this, but uh, what are the types of contents that we migrate? Yeah, well, 
first off, Chris has already alluded to the different types of places in Jive. There's spaces, groups, projects, and blogs. Right. And, um, and there's some differences with those and how they work. But inside of those, you can have what we call content or, or, or sort of first level content. The big ones are collaborative documents, which are kind of like um, a wiki page in SharePoint if you aren't familiar with Jive. Right. Um, there are binary files, which are just, just uh, files like Word documents or PDFs or Excel files. Uh, there's also videos and photos. And then there's discussions. So you, um, it could be similar to like a Yammer discussion. Um, or a SharePoint discussion list discussion type, those types of things, that's in Jive, and then blog posts. And we migrate all of those. Um, and so those are the big content types. And there's some other minor content types that we currently don't, but those are the big ones and that, that people use a lot, and we do migrate those. And then um, within each of those, you can have comments or messages uh, for whatever reason Jive basically says if you're commenting on a discussion, it's called a message. But You've got comments on these uh, blogs or collaborative documents or what have you, and we migrate those. Um, you might have attachments or embedded images on them. Uh, we will migrate, if we're migrating a whole Jive group, we'll migrate the members of those of that group and put them into, uh, put people into basically different SharePoint, uh, SharePoint groups for that uh, SharePoint site. And um, I talk, just talked about links, so we migrate those links. The, that way to Jive content, so that they're now transformed to the new SharePoint links. Um, and then things like, you know, timestamps of items and the created by, modified by, those types of things. Those are, uh, those are yeah. migrated? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So when, when you're looking at SharePoint and you see the uh, blog post was created by so-and-so at such and such time, um, that's going to be nice. where, when it was created in Jive. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, Cases where the user may not map over for whatever reason, maybe it's a user that's now um, left the company, they're no longer in Active Directory, so there's some weird scenarios like that you have to get around. Um, but but um, you know, for the 99.9% .9 of them, things are going to migrate over with the, with the user and the timestamp. Mm -hmm. um, and then we will archive some things that we don't migrate as well. An example of that is Jive. Jive has a concept of categories and tags. We archive that, so we have that information. Currently, we don't migrate that. Okay, let me do the last little part. The part that we don't migrate. I'm going to do this like a lawyer speak at the end. This is the very last part of the commercial, right? Well, we won't migrate. Before you say it, there, 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 these are, many times, our customers don't care about these things. And, okay. and, and these are um, usually not used a whole lot. So an example of one of these items, I think, is a, is a poll. Sorry, yeah. I'll let you say no, it. No, 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 go ahead. One like polls. Um, when the last inventory I was on, I think in their whole Jive instance, I could be saying this wrong, but I think they had two polls. You know, they okay. didn't have many of them, but polls might be the wrong one. But they had a very small number of ones. Are they are they are they stored at all? Uh, like, are they stored in the SQL Server database? Are they is are are any of these things available for later on if they need to go? Some to of them are, yeah. Someone said, well, we had a poll. What did we ask in that poll? Or yeah. What, those sorts of things. So some of them Most are. Of them are. Why, why don't you rattle off the list? Sure. Polls. Okay. Here we go. Let me see how fast I can do this. Ready? On your mark, can you set polls, tasks, calendars, status updates, private messages, shared links, bookmarks, announcements, streams, overview pages, home pages, tiles, widgets, categories, tags, follows, profile properties, personal documents, space member security. Ding. All right. 
So of that list, but we'll do we'll we'll migrate any of these for the right price. <laughs> but we are we if are somebody, if somebody needs to if so right. somebody needs to migrate this and we need to add it to the tool, then we can add it to the tool. It's just right. a lot of these. It just has the the value of doing the migration hasn't been worth the cost, right? That's typically what we're talking mm -hmm. through. Well, it, it comes down, and I think we're probably going to talk about this in more detail later, is that SharePoint and Jive are not the same animal, right? These, yeah. these things don't really mean as much, or don't mean, don't mean contextually anything in SharePoint, right? So, mm -hmm. And a lot of them are, like with the case of a poll, that's very time sensitive. You know, a lot of times these things are done, they're gone, they're done. They're, they're, they're completed and they're done. Yeah, status updates, same way. Status updates, status updates we actually do capture. Okay. Uh, in the database, uh, we do capture tasks in the database, um, and the categories we capture in the database. Um, shared links, we can. Yeah, shared links as well. So those, those we actually archive, if you will, or capture them. But we just don't have any mechanism at this point to play them forward in the SharePoint because they really don't translate into SharePoint. You know, there are, way, there are ways of representing them there, but nothing has been compelling enough for our customers to say, "Yeah, I want to, I want to go ahead and do that." So it looks like it looks like we've branched over into question number five, which is, do we create an archive? Yeah, yep. That's fine. Yep. yep. Basically, so we do. We do, um, and that's kind of what I alluded to earlier. Is, is the way this thing, way the utility, the way the, the whole architecture has been designed, is that uh, the archive is kind of baked in, right? So when we pull content out of uh, out of Jive, when we do that deep pull of content, mm -hmm. uh, we can essentially do that for all places. Um, and essentially what that does is it puts it into a SQL Server database. And for all the binary files, things like images, Word documents, like Kurt said earlier, Excel files, PDFs, that sort of thing, they're stored in the file system in a very structured way. Um, the database actually has pointers to those, to those files. Okay. Um, and typically what we do is, you know, we, we pull that, put all that together, we ensure that the customer has enough space to be able to retain uh, all this information uh, and that we can uh, essentially walk through it with the customer. So they, we, they can understand how the database is organized, what the schema is the database, how do we actually find, you know, these collaborative documents or these discussions or individual images. If someone wanted to know how to go after that, maybe they didn't migrate something to SharePoint, but they want to actually look at some content that was pulled out of Jive at a later date, how they go about doing that. So we sit down with the customer, show them actually how to access the database, uh, and be able to find that content in the database in their file. But we sell them the database at the end of the project, right? Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we just hand it over? What is wrong with us? It's already there. <laughs> it's already done paid for it. Uh, <laughs> it's already done paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So that's how that's done. I mean, again, we, we try to get the content. We want to be able to do stuff with it and, and be able to migrate it. But at the same time, why not use that same phase yeah. to archive it? So yeah. same, same process. Question six, good, we're half, we're 30 minutes in. We may use up the full hour. Nice, okay, that's fine. Um, we, but this one, I was sort of queuing it up a little bit earlier, which is the different phases of the project. And I mentioned the workshop, which we covered in some detail, then a pilot, then a production, then sustainment. Tell me more about these. Sure, so um, first off, before the workshop, we'd like to do an inventory, as I mentioned, and that, um, Sometimes that there can be issues getting connectivity to work and stuff like that, so that can take two to three days sometimes. Okay. Um, if, if there's no connectivity issues, then it can be a day, basically. It, it doesn't, it's not as bad, but many times there's connectivity issues. Okay. Um, and that's just because of the security and how things are set up for some of our clients, but uh, it just depends. Um, 
and then the workshop itself is two to three days. So we want to you know sit down with you and discuss uh, what this is going to be. It's a lot of like I've seen uh, three four hour sessions mm -hmm. is, is one way of doing it. Right. Um, I'm sure not two full days, not two to three full days. No, they are like full days, days, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, and that helps us you know get kind of as we learn something from the first day, maybe we can uh, you know show you different parts of a demo or something the next day. Um, then uh, there, after that workshop, you know, that's when we're going to kind of come up with our scope and, and budget, hopefully. And um, one of those things that may be part of that, that may be in scope, is updates to our tool. Okay. So that takes time, right? So, and what those updates are totally depends. But, um, you know, you rattle off that, the, that, long, that list of items that are not supported right now. Mm -hmm. We get the big ones that people, uh, we think people really care about. And of those other ones, maybe maybe they've got an idea of where they want that to go, and uh, we can talk about what that would mean and, and what that would take. So then after um, after that, some, or at some point, it could be before or after those tool updates. If, if there's significant updates, we'll want to actually do more than one POC. But um, at some point, we need to do a proof of concept, and that that may take a week or two. That's going to verify. Access complete access to Jive and SharePoint. We're basically going to be running uh, sample migration of several places from Jive to SharePoint, mm. and we're going to basically end to end. We're going to see what happens, and then you know some people will get to see that from the uh, client. They'll they'll want to take a look at that POC and what the output is. But after that, as a pilot, and that's where you really get the business users and get them to um, uh, get their input, and and that that's usually a couple of weeks to do a pilot. And a pilot may have iterations within itself, right? So a pilot, you might do one. You really want customers' eyeballs on that, right? They want to make sure that people are, are seeing what they expect to see. Mm -hmm. They agree with it. There's any issues? Uh, is any content missing? You know, get, but you know, really make sure there's nothing like that's going to surprise the end, end users of this particular. And then you know, if there is, and, and a lot of times there's stuff that we have to tweak or adjust. Uh, we typically do another iteration of a pilot to make sure things are corrected and fixed so they're happy. Nice. Move on to the next part of the process. Yep, and then and finally is uh, production. Um, now, if, if there are a lot of tool updates, then there can be like multiple pilots and multiple POCs. Okay, we've certainly we've seen that. Um, but uh, in production, that's that's where you kind of want to be full on moving stuff from Jive to SharePoint. But you know, if you're going to SharePoint Online, SharePoint Online can throttle you if you try to go too fast. So okay. Jive is going to have some limitations on how quickly you can their content as well. So Chris talked before about a shallow pull. We also, when we do a deep pull, right when we're about to go to uh, move a Jive place um, from Jive to SharePoint. So that's when we pull from Jive further if, if we don't pull everything way beforehand. But if you want like the latest updates in Jive when you're moving someone over, you would do that last minute. Um, and that time totally depends. You know, I think of, uh, one way of Measuring is say 300 to 500 places, drive places per week. Mm -hmm. But we've seen, um, I know we've seen one place that took, I want to say it was three days, um, okay. that just to move one place. Okay. So uh, now you can really? do stuff in, in parallel, but that was a huge place, you know. So <laughs> it depends. When we did, when we get inventory, we'll have a better idea of of what possible. Mm -hmm. I guess the key thing here too is that I mean it comes down to that timing, right? So we, we want to have enough time to be able to move this stuff, you know, from our transformed database and into, mm -hmm. into SharePoint. Sometimes it takes a while because of the throttling, because of other 
other things that can kind of affect your performance. The nice thing, though, is that, you know, if we've got the time, we move this mm -hmm. stuff into SharePoint, we let folks kick the tires a little bit, we can do that delta process or that, that true-up process mm -hmm. to kind of bring over the changes. So that allows that kind of like, let's get everything kind of up to speed, let's get everything in place, and maybe the weekend before you're, you're converting over, mm -hmm. you do your true-up process and flip switch. Yeah, now, so there's ways of doing that. I know some of sorry, this is a bit sideways, but um, I know some of the customers, they get a sort of, as, as they're wrapping up using Jive, they get a backup of their Jive database. And um, and if we ever looked at, have we ever had to use that sort of as the as a, the thing that we're pointing to to migrate data at all? The actual Jive? The actual Jive database, so pointing at the, that database as opposed to a REST API. No, we, have, we haven't had to do no, that. That's more of, you know, we typically recommend that a customer still ask Jive for that backup just to have that. Just to have it around. An extra, yeah, just to have it. Yeah. yeah. Because that allows them to spin Jive back up, right? They, that, if they ever, for some reason, needed to. It's more mm -hmm. of that extra guard. But, uh, no, we've never had to. I wonder if I just wonder if there's a, that ever is going to be the situation for us, and if that would end up occurring to us. So who knows? Well, we haven't had to ex exercise it quite well, yet. Well, so just from an experience perspective, you know, we originally this set of utilities was originally written for us to do our own. Yes. We will migrate. It's where all good things come. You scratch your own back, right? Right, right. So when we first were doing this, you know, we had some pain. We had we we did miss some stuff, right? We just didn't, didn't catch everything. So I had to go into the jive database backup and learn how to do that. Oh, really? So, Interesting. So I've, I've got some experience doing that, um, but we've tried to, we've worked hard to not have to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll say that much. And if it's Jive Cloud, you're not going to have access, direct access to that database. So you don't have to have them. Yeah, you, you have them, you have to have them create the archive. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what that process is, and they'll do it for you. So. Right. So it, it's possible, yeah. but we try hard to make sure that that's not necessary. Well, all right. Well, one thing we do do is, you know, we have had projects before, and I know Chris has done this directly, is, is you know, we've come back to a client and they say, you know what, we want these other 500 places to be migrated now. I know you didn't migrate them before, we, you, but yeah. you archived them, so you can migrate them yet, right? <laughs> and then we say, yes, we can, yeah, because right. as long as you've got our database, yeah. the database we, our migration tool uses, yeah. sure. then we can migrate to SharePoint, SharePoint later as long as we did archive that content. Nice. That's great to know. That's, it's good to know you don't lose it. <laughs> that is still available for you. So I get the easy one. Of course, I get the easiest question to myself, right, which is how much does it cost to do these migrations? Simple answer. Um, we do the work. The workshop is a fixed price. Seventy right now it's seventy five hundred dollars. Subject to change. I'm going to have my own lawyer speak to that. It may go up, especially if we're getting large backlogs of these workshops. Then we may end up increasing that price. Um, the typical migration, since we've been doing a bunch of these, the average size of these is the cost for the pilot in the production phases is around $150,000. So what that tells me is that typically we're working with uh, mid to large size Jive implementations. For the smaller implementations, we're, I usually will coach them through or talk them through doing some manual migrations or do you really need this or um, we've been somewhat staying away from them and looking at only some of the larger clients who need to do these migrations. So if you ask me right away, which a lot of people do, they ask me, can you give me a quote for doing, you know, uh, this number of sites? Uh, if, if we don't have the time to do the workshop first, which the workshop gives us an updated estimate, 
I'll just tell them I'll use 150k as the number, <laughs> yeah, given limited amount of time, and especially we end up that's that's around a thousand places when we're working with that. If it's more, it's, I'll end up jacking that number up. But uh, uh, at a high level, that's what I, I want people just to have sort of an overall sense of what the budget is. And if that's too high of a budget budget and doesn't seem to make uh, sense, it's probably because you have a, a smaller implementation of Jive and completely understand, but I think we're more focused around uh, large implementations, right? So done with that one. Uh, what are some of the, and if you need to create a business case for this or talk through why people have done this and some of the benefits or want to talk to a customer about the benefits of doing this, um, we have all of those things. So feel free to reach out to me through the contact us page. and We can hook you up with the right people. Um, what are some of the biggest takeaways from these type of migrations? And I guess this is open to the two of you guys, you know. What's what what from doing these for now years? Um, what are you what have you seen as are some big takeaways? Your first go. Yeah, so I you know I would say that um, you know one of the big things just to understand is that you know Jive, we, and I've said this already before on, the, on this call. Jive uh, SharePoint are just not the same, right? They are different animals. They have a lot of the same elements to them. They, they are, it is a you know SharePoint offers a great opportunity to to consolidate a lot of this Jive content, but they're definitely not the same. So. Um, you know, you have to make sure you plan for and understand your content types very well, mm -hmm. um, so that you know kind of uh, where this stuff's going to go. That, and that comes down to, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but it comes down to just time, right? Give yourself time to understand this stuff. Um, I can keep going through. Mm -hmm. Well, that. along those lines, you just make examples. Um, mm -hmm. Jive has some called streams. Right. Um, SharePoint doesn't have really that concept per se. Jive has right. uh, shared content. Uh, where you can share stuff from one place to another, but it only exists in one place, but it's just available from two places. SharePoint doesn't really have that. Really I mean, they have a concept of links, but um, and ideas. I don't even, I missed ideas on the not covered list. They had, I think, mm -hmm. had something called ideas. And SharePoint, you know. Right. And you usually don't see that used very often. Right. I've seen that really affect So just, you know, they're, they're not like for like is a term I've heard a lot, and I don't, I don't like it. Um, they are not like <laughs> We so, don't like like for like. Yeah, it is apples and oranges. They are, you know, there's some stuff that makes a lot of sense to move over, and then there's some stuff that just doesn't work well. And it's kind of you're trying to force it in when you when you want to put it in SharePoint. And if, if it's something that's very important um, for you, then you got to really think hard about well, does this even make sense for us to move to SharePoint, or right. what what are we gonna do with this content? We you know, we can't do this in SharePoint the same way Jive did it. And uh, so you really got to think hard about those things if they're important to you. Mm -hmm. So you know, we can you know, talk other about other takeaways you guys have. I mean, yeah, I mean we've got, got one here, but there's another option. There's opportunity a lot to clean up the content too. I mean, you know, when you're moving from you know a system that's been around for a while, there's going to be some content that's just stale out there. You know, there's and there's things that may make sense to bring together uh, from one from multiple places, multiple spaces in Jive into one one location in SharePoint, just basically a consolidation exercise, you know, so uh, this is an opportunity to be able to do some of that, you know, mm -hmm. not that you have to, but it is, it is an opportunity to take advantage of if mm -hmm. you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and finally, you know, when you, when you do these migrations, you've got to make sure you're communicating with right. um, not only IT, but the users, and uh, I've mentioned this before on, on SharePoint SharePoint migrations, just you want to get your spot, you know, 
stakeholders involved, everyone needs to be uh, you know, level set as to what's going on here. Mm -hmm. right. And we'll say that several times. Communication is key. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you're moving people's cheese around. So people don't tend to like it when you move their stuff. And so you want to make sure they everyone's on the same page. Everyone knows what's going on. And, and we have ways of kind of helping uh, with that as well. So uh, some of the stuff we can we can kind of share uh, in the workshop and also in the actual migration. How do you actually? When do you communicate with folks? How often do you do so? Uh, we have techniques to, to help with that. I think that's good that you mentioned that. I mean, one of our brand promises is around control, which is we want the client to feel like they're in control of what's going on. And I think a lot of those types of things are are important because it feels if it does feel like you know you're moving somebody's cheat you're moving. Right, a place where they collaborate from one place to another, and it can you could we can do these projects technically correct, but if we don't get the communication piece down, and also the along with that communication, the expectation management from folks, then right. it can definitely fail. You can do a perfect technical implementation, but then it fail if you don't get the communication and, yep. and expectation management right. Yeah, if they expect to see what here's what it looks like in Jive. I expect it to look exactly the same as SharePoint. That's the wrong expectation. Yep. Um, but we, I know we've also, along those lines, we to address that issue, have done stuff where we're working with the Unilees of the world or you know other products to make it a little bit more Jive-like. Mm -hmm. right. And also done. I know some of the clients had us do some branding or some things to make oh, it sure. feel a little bit less jarring mm -hmm. as right. you make the move. So I think if that's something that's important to you, that's something we would talk about as well, is you know, if this expectation of moving from uh, this to this doesn't work, what are the things that we can do to make it work for you guys? Absolutely. Cool. Um, all righty, number nine, getting there. Uh, what advice would you give someone who is looking at this, to, this is probably similar to insights, but what advice would you give to someone who's doing this? Besides, don't do this alone. Besides contacting. Well, one, one you've kind of already mentioned is, is starting early and uh -huh. make sure that we have time to make this happen for you. If, we're, if we are rushed too much, then we're going to have to start, you know, cutting corners. Oh, maybe we won't move over this type of content, or you know, maybe these places that haven't been touched in the last year. Yeah. We won't move those because you know you're giving us a month to do things. If you, if you come to us a month ahead, it's like my kids say, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to start early. Nice. And then we mentioned the communication portion before. It goes back back to that again. Uh -huh. keep, keep reiterating the same thing. Um, I had another thought related to this one. I lost it. So let's see. Go ahead. Pick it up. That's fine. Well, yeah, we've, been, we've gone over communication. I mean, the other one that we've already talked about several times is a, a proof of concept and a pilot. These are key pieces of our process, and we can't cut those. Okay, and, if, and they're going to happen whether whether you say they need to happen or not, because we've got to basically prove that we can communicate in your environment and pull stuff from uh, Jive and push into SharePoint. And then we've got to actually do a site or two that we get some feedback from before we start the full-on migration. So um, that's got to happen, and we need to plan for it. You need to make sure you're, you're aware that that's part of the, the overall timeline. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, you know, a couple other things. So understand the, the content types. So you really need to understand what Jive content types are out there. You know, what are people really using them for? What are, they, what are they using? What are they using them for? Understand what your actual um, user base is, is doing in Jive, right? Okay. So that, and really, it's kind of in the workshop, we try to find out, okay, do we need to have the customization? Do we need to make customizations 
to SharePoint and or the migration utilities to be able to handle those, those custom or those very specific use cases. Um, I say customizations to the tool, but I mean, realistically, I mean, someone could go and, and build, um, since we use the public Jive REST API, someone could go build something that's very something similar to this. But I mean, there's quite a bit to understand, uh, and it's very easy if you're not careful to make mistakes based on how they structure their uh, things that come back out of Jive. And yeah, you, you'll, you'll, you can build it yourself, I guess is what I'm saying, but you'll run into some, some gotchas in that process. I already, have, I already have two <laughs> examples of where someone wants to try to build out the tool themselves and have, they failed. Right. So it's not it's, you know not saying it can't be done. It can oh, be it's done. A, it's a public but yeah. but yeah. there's been years we've been doing things with Jive for now over five, six, I don't know how many years. Right. We've probably been longer than that. Yeah. Probably seven years where we've been exercising right. stuff with first building the connector and just sort of working with it through the years that, that there's a lot of built in knowledge that has, has gone into it as well. I mean it's kind of given just a little plug for, you know, why would you choose us to, to, to do this because we've, we've done it. Yep. We've, we've pulled, we've migrated quite a few customers mm -hmm. now and we've got some experience and you know, the code has is, is, is been, has been poked at quite a bit. And I, I didn't go through this earlier with the cost is that we end up packaging in the cost of the tool into our services and so uh, when you're engaging us, you're engaging us, what I like to say is for a solution which is to migrate you from Jive to, to SharePoint online and we end up, um, the pricing for all of this, we're not a product company, we are working with the product company right now to see about transitioning our, um, what we have as a tool over to them so it could be bought more like it's a tool, but we're in the middle of doing that right now and so, um, but uh, for, as it stands right now, you're engaging us, our expertise, our tools that we have um, uh, in, in hiring us to do this migration and the pricing is based off of, you know, what our services cost is. Uh, da, 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 da. Last one. We're 10 minutes left. We have one question left. Well done, guys. Um, you're working on, a, and I also saw a question, which I'll have a question for you as well, which uh, is great. Wonderful to see that. If you got anybody else has questions, please go ahead and ask them through the GoToWebinar interface. Um, you're working on a white paper. I'm plugging your work white paper here. Sure. Oh, I'm plugging it. <laughs> I got finished. <laughs> you're working on a white paper about complex migrations. How did this? How do these types of projects, the job migrations, influence what you're writing in the white paper? Right. So that white paper is focusing on uh, SharePoint to SharePoint migrations, but there's plenty of similarities between when you when you go from SharePoint to SharePoint and when you go from Jive to SharePoint, and they're usually the big idea or process type of thing. So you know, your overall process has to, you know, we want to start with a workshop because we want to understand where, what you're all about, what, what you need, where you are today, and we want you to understand what we can do for you and what some of the, the caveats are and maybe what, what things we can do for you. Um, and you know, I've talked about POC and pilot several times already in the, over the last hour. That, that's true in both cases and it's extremely important and, and we talk about those in, in uh, all of this in the white paper. Um, and uh, just, you know, we, we, we might word things differently in terms of our process. Uh, when we're doing SharePoint and SharePoint, we tend to use terms like assess, plan, verify, and execute, but those transition over to the same stuff we're doing here. Um, and as Chris has said several times, the need to communicate is, is you know, top on the list, and that's true in the white paper as well. Um, so I think, yeah, that's, that's awesome. 
pretty much it. So I've got a couple of questions for you. And the first is, um, do you guys have an intranet in a box? That's, that's a top SharePoint online that we could map and migrate our selected Jive content into. Great question. And, and up to this point, uh, the answer is no to that. We, uh, we don't have something where we've built something on top, of basically an intranet in a box on top of SharePoint. Uh, the reason being is there's probably four or five, maybe six different options that are out there that we'd love to uh, talk you through as far as what's available out there in the marketplace for this sort of intranet on top of SharePoint. We've mentioned one that we've been working with on a couple of projects, which is Bright Stars Unily. Um, there's also other intranet in a box products that we've been talking to those companies as well. So rather than having something that competes with those, we'll work with whichever one you want to select. Um, and so we will go through the whole process of, uh, as part of the workshop, we'll talk through the process of how do we migrate that content, maybe not just into SharePoint, but also into some of other data stores, so some other places that you want to have the content go into. So um, great question. One of those things that we'll, we, um, we will work with another third party to, if you want to build out, use one of those intranet in a box uh, products, then, uh, then we'll, we'll sort of uh, work with you to select the right one if you want some help with that or just point you to the ones. And I'll actually follow up with an email on what some of those options are. I've been meaning to write a sort of a, a blog post on what's out there. I know there's a CMS wire paper that's out there as well that has one of the different options, but um, great question. and. Good an the, the answer is, is you don't have to use what we, if we did create something, you don't have to use what we created. We will do some, after we're done with the project, we can do some customizations. Um, we're all about that. So if you want to, if you want to make some changes to the way that SharePoint works, we can do, I know some good people who could do that for you. Um, so great question, Scott. Thanks for asking that. Um, and I'll also follow up with you on email with that. Uh, uh, another question from Tom, uh, what are the biggest user issues from moving from Jive to SharePoint? For example, uh, training, management, use? What do you guys think? Well, it's, people are used to using Jive in a certain way yeah. when they're using Jive, and then SharePoint you don't use things in the same way. It's just, you know, it has a different look. Right. And so, yeah, there's definitely some user um, training aspect to this where you want users to understand how to use SharePoint what their stuff is going to look like once it's in SharePoint. And uh, so I, I would think that's a big deal. You know, from an IT perspective, totally different ways of managing the product, too. So SharePoint's got a lot more to, to think about. Yeah. I mean, it's also an opportunity to, to, to kind of unite with your users and kind of, you know, get in front of them and say, okay, let's, we're switching to something. We're moving your cheese, but we're switching to something that's very powerful and going to yep. give you a lot of capability. Right? Uh, most, most users find SharePoint pretty easy to pick up and use. Um, you do not an issue with that. So, but it gives you an opportunity to actually, you know, schedule some time um, with your users and get in front of them and say, this is where this stuff's going to. This is how you actually take advantage of this now. And there may be things you couldn't even do before, but you can do now. Yeah. And, this, and this may go along with all the communication, which is exactly. as you're rolling this out, uh, you're going to, we've got for years we've written about sort of um, SharePoint best practices, sort of how do you do this the right way and what we see in different organizations. And it really is a, it's a competency thing, which is you want to grow the competency of the organization as far as how it not it manages the information inside the organization. And if you're using SharePoint as a platform to do that, there is, there are training aspects of it. 
there's just uh, what ends up happening in a lot of these larger communities is you have power users that end up showing up. You have different people who are really take initiative in building out sort of their own solutions on SharePoint. Um, and you, you just have to nurture and cultivate those people and really grow it into something that, that, uh, that everybody's using. And so um, we have probably tens of blog posts that are out there as far as training types of things that you can do for building applications. And Microsoft has lots of materials on that as well. But uh, yeah, you've, you're moving somebody to a new platform, which is a very powerful platform. But with that, it requires uh, training and, and building up an internal competency around it. So I appreciate, um, looks like that's the last question. Appreciate everybody taking the time to do this. I will, um, I've been recording this, so um, I'll send out uh, the recording of this to everyone and um, so that you have it. And it'll be up on our website as well uh, so that um, you can share with others who might not have been able to to, to attend this. And uh, uh, Chris, Kirk, you guys, phenomenal job. Well done. Thanks. Look forward to doing more of these with you guys. I think it's, it's giving people a choice. They don't have to feel like they're locked in and that they have a choice that if they want to keep, you know, what is important corporate IP, that knowledge that we have within an organization, that they can take it with them. That's a really empowering type of thing. So I appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Feel free. You can always reach out to me if you go to the Contact Us page on our website. That, that comes to me, and I, uh, I'll get back to you really soon. And uh, if there are any other questions or anything else, feel free to reach out to me. Um, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.